Good morning, everyone. We had one hour short of sleep this morning. My homily today will be in two parts. And the first one is on an announcement that should have done, should have been made on Ash Wednesday. So we are two or three weeks behind this. And I'd like to make this. Uh, if you can take a bulletin this week, because all the information are in it. The next two weeks, we are taking a methodic assessment of where we are as a parish of disciples. And this survey is called DMI, Disciple Maker Index. You know, our parish mission in the bulletin, you always see there, right in the front page at the bottom, love God, love people, make disciples. That's our mission as a parish. And the first step in this process is to take a survey of all our parishioners, invite every parishioner to this. We will have the most accurate results if everyone participates. Husbands and wives should each complete it. Adult children should complete it too. It is completely anonymous and confidential to encourage open, honest, and candid responses. It will ask you questions about how our parish is responding to your needs in various areas, and we want to be candid. This survey and all the data analysis is free. It does not cost the parish or the diocese anything. It will be an important tool to help us allocate resources and what we should focus on. You may remember that three years ago, the comparison of this, we did this uh, three years ago, the comparison of this data will be extremely helpful for us. This gives you an opportunity to let us know areas where we have grown, succeeded, maybe we, we have failed, what you need, what you desire, and how we should prioritize our ministries and our resources. Again, honesty is really important, that is why it is anonymous and confidential. But this will only work if you do it. The bulletin this weekend contains the insert with instructions of how to complete this online. You just have to go to our website or scan the QR code on this. In the bulletin with your smartphone, the online survey only takes 15, 10 to 15 minutes. If you prefer to fill out the paper survey, it's available out there. It's in this form. It's available out there in the a gathering space. So I ask you please uh, take this opportunity for you to let us know your needs and for us to respond. There will be a lot of follow-up over this in the next several months. But right now, we need everyone to take this first step and complete this uh, survey. So that is the first part of this advertisement. And we need to do this quickly because it should be in the diocese the 27th of this month. 
So we are running late. So after this mess, please just scan this, do it online, send it in, it's good. If you prefer the paper copy, it's all out there, just take it home, send it this week, don't delay. So that's the good news, first good news of the day. And secondly is this wonderful gospel about the Samaritan woman. It's, it's a very interesting story because this is the story of all of us. You and I are the Samaritan woman. Why? Because the Samaritan woman has a private life, very personal. All of us, we have our private lives and we do not like anyone else to share in this. It's very personal. And children, when you start lying to your parents, that's the signal. When you are no longer honest with your parents, you're beginning to form your own private life. And it can be dangerous because we need to allow Jesus into our personal lives. We need to allow Jesus into our private life. And this is the life of this Samaritan woman. She has had five husbands, five. And she's going around with another man, the sixth man. So if she had been married five times, I think as a teenager, 18 years old, maybe first husband, second husband in her 20s, third husband in her 40s, fifth husband in her 60s, she might be 60 or 70 years old. A private life, very personal. She doesn't have any friends. She goes to the well alone. And this is telling us that she is longing for something more. And that someone came into the well that day and encountered this Samaritan woman. We need to allow Jesus free entry into our personal lives. Not to embarrass us, not to judge us, not to condemn us, but to free us, to change us, to offer us what we truly need. And this woman, the Samaritan woman, needed a man that truly loved her, that loved her unconditionally. It is said that in, 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 in the Gospels, she is the best catechized person 
in all of the Gospels. Because you look at the story, how she grew in faith as she encountered Jesus. In the beginning, she just called him, you are a Jew. You're not supposed to talk to a Samaritan woman like this. Then later, she called him, sir, if this is truly living water, give it to me. Then later she calls him a prophet. You must be a prophet. And later she admits, you must be the Christ, the Messiah that we've been waiting for. And Jesus says to her, I am he the one you've been longing for. I am he, the living water. Brothers and sisters, in our private lives, in our personal life, we are searching for something. Searching for something more. The gospel challenges us to get rid of our unholy attachments. Get rid of the evil habits. Get rid of the sinful addictions that keeps us enslaved. It enslaves us. This is a time to learn from our mistakes of overindulgence in food, in drink, in drugs, in gambling, in promiscuous sex. This distance us from the living water. And you know what? Jesus wants to enter into your personal life because he knows the burden you are carrying. He knows that there is nothing in this world that will satisfy the deep hunger, the deep thirst that is in you. It is only the living water of the Holy Spirit in Jesus that will satisfy this thirst. And thirdly, we need to be witnesses to Jesus. Jesus wants you to be Jesus for others. Like he called the Samaritan woman. She went back to her people in Samaria and spread the good news. I have met the Messiah. Come and see him. When they came, they loved us. The Jews and the Samaritans are enemies. They're not supposed to be connected with one another. But Jesus has come to unite them together. And when they came to encounter Jesus, they loved him. We'd like to stay, invite you to stay two more days with us. They loved us. Because this was what they were waiting for all this time. 
My brothers and sisters, the Lenten season gives us that opportunity to allow Jesus into our personal lives, into our private life. We no longer need to be lying. We no longer need to hide. We no longer need to be in secret. I'm always amazed that even couples, you hide a lot from each other. In your personal life, I am surprised. This is not supposed to be for you couples. You should be honest with me. There should be no secret. But I'm surprised when I encounter problems with some of the, well, the couples. There is this private life that we need Jesus to come into. Because there's no one else that will satisfy this thirst, this hunger. Jesus alone, the living water. The people in the, 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 first, gasp, the first reading today in Exodus, they were thirsting for water. They turned to Moses. Moses turned to God. God simply just strike the rock. <laughs> and God provided water for them. Provided what they needed. What they were thirsting for. My brothers and sisters, in your private life today, invite Jesus. As you come to the Eucharist today, let your hunger be nourished. Let your thirst be quenched. Let Jesus into your private life, into your private world, because only He can quench that thirst. He is the living water. He's not just a Jew, He's not just a Lord. He's not just a master. He's not just a prophet. He is the living water, the Messiah that we all need today, like the Good Samaritan. God bless you all.